At level two. This is Sports Rage, Sunday Bloody Sunday. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between, throwing it down. I am Gabriel Morenzi as we pick up the pieces. It's week 16 of the National Football League. We crunch the numbers uh, right now, and it looks like all roads uh, go through Green Bay if you want to get to Tampa Bay if you play in the NFC uh, right now as the Green Bay Packers are really starting to dial it up uh, right now. Aaron Rodgers is in a zone. And uh, it's amazing, right? They draft the quarterback, uh, the love kid out of Utah State. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers uh, says that, you know what? He drank a couple of bottles of wine. He could have went negative, but he decided to suck it up and uh, shake it off and uh, and just play football uh, this year. And I like Aaron Rodgers' honesty. And now the Green Bay Packers are plus 200 to win the NFC Conference Championship. A wide-open Super Bowl road uh, right now, as even though the Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, you know, more and more we see the Kansas City Chiefs are not an invulnerable football team. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, can be beat. Hell, the Atlanta Falcons nearly beat them today. We've seen the Houston Texans nearly beat them in the playoffs. The Tennessee Titans nearly beat them in the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers nearly beat them in the Super Bowl. As good as Kansas City are, as good as they are, they can be beat. And the bandwagon fills up the Buffalo Bill bandwagon. As it is right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are minus 135 to win the AFC Conference Championship. The Buffalo Bills check in at plus 500. And the Buffalo Bills most likely will end up with the two seed. They will avoid having to play Kansas City for a couple of games and then potentially have a, a showdown with Kansas City. But you never know. KC could get knocked off, as we stated. KC's offense in the red zone has not been as efficient. Um, the offensive line and the protection for Mahomes hasn't been as crisp and as sharp, all right, as it was uh, last year. And Mahomes is often running for his life. And the Kansas City Chiefs, as good as they are, they're not unbeatable. All right, like this is going to be a lot of fun, the NFL playoffs this year. Say what you will about the NFL. Normally, I don't like more playoff teams, but wildcard weekend is going to be sick. And I love the fact that only one team gets the buck now, even though I hate it that I'm a Bills fan and we're probably going to be a two seed. But from a competitive standpoint, it makes the last week of the season very interesting. Bring it. Come on. Admit it. You do your own play-by-play in your head when you play horse. Don't you? (laughs) You do you, bro. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree, Gary. I disagree. I am Gabriel Morenzi. We're throwing it down here. It's level two. Sports rage late night. Vet your rage. We're into the holiday season uh, here. 2020 coming to a close. We hope that you had a a great uh, Christmas. We enjoyed ourselves on uh, Wednesday. Great show 
uh, with Babano and the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We'll do it again on Wednesday uh, with them. It'll be our last sports rage of the year. Uh, but our New Year's Eve special will be game time decisions uh, on Thursday with the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. And uh, we'll get you ready uh, for all the big bowl games and NFL action on New Year's Eve. And we'll have some fun uh, as well. All right, so uh, we got Buffalo and New England uh, coming up, obviously, on Monday night. We'll get into that uh, football game in a couple of minutes. Let's take a look at the uh, the NFC picture right now. We're talking about the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, credit to the Chicago Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's played some good football. Um, they're, listen, their schedule hasn't been overly difficult, but they're, they're taking care of business, and they're finding ways to win games. Amazing, though, imagine if the Bears didn't blow that game against the Detroit Lions. They were up 30 to 20. They were up 30 to 20. And there was like, you know, three and a half, four minutes left. And the Lions had the ball on their own six-yard line. Matt Stafford marches them down the field. They score. And then Trubisky fumbles. Um, you know, that was like, you know, the one exception. If they would have won that game, they'd pretty much have this thing almost locked up uh, right now. So... If the playoffs started uh, right now, though, the Chicago Bears would play the Saints. The question is, are the are the Bears going to be able to beat the Packers next week to lock this thing up? Seattle win the division. All right, so Seattle have won, won the division with the win uh, today. Seattle. And the crazy thing is, Seattle could still end up with the top seed. So this is what I'm saying, like, from a fan perspective, and I'm a Buffalo Bill fan, it's like, really, the first year ever, we're probably going to be the two seed in, like, forever, and we get home field advantage and a bye, and you only have to play in two games to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it doesn't exist. But this is how crazy it is. These teams can't let up. The only team that can let up is the Kansas City Chiefs next week. The Kansas City Chiefs can let up next week because, you know, they've locked up the, uh, the top seed. But the Packers can't let up. The Saints aren't going to let up, and the Seahawks uh, won't let up because there's still a chance for all those teams to be the top seeds still in the NFC. So it's going to make things uh, very competitive going into the final week. And I mentioned fantasy football. I mentioned fantasy football earlier. It's cool for fantasy football as well. There's nothing worse like, you know, when you're late in the season and your players aren't playing and, You've got to reach for scrubs and stuff like that because teams are resting players and, and, and all that type of stuff. That blows, right? That that blows. So, you know, speaking of blowing, the Dallas Cowboys have sucked all year, and it's amazing. Zeke Elliott says, uh, if you gave up five, six weeks ago, we wouldn't want you to be on our side, says Zeke Elliott. We're competitors. The whole team is. We weren't out of it. Got to win next week and need a little help from the guys we just played. Your competitors, you're six and nine, bro. You're six and nine. Like, let's not act like, you know, like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Andy Dalton's talking about how it's not like the best team. It's who's the hottest team. Dalton says not always the team with the best record in the regular season. It's the hottest team. Andy Dalton, who's now four and four, is Dak uh, Prescott's replacement. Got to give Andy D credit for that, though. Uh, he is four and four on a crap ass team. You've just got to get a chance. Once you make it to the playoffs, that's when you have your opportunity to make a run. 
All right. Well, you're not in the playoffs yet, Andy. Yet. I'd like to, I'm going to fire off a poll question in the late night hours here. So part of me, you'll hear me type as I uh, type as I talk. Uh, I'm going to ask people, who do you think wins? And feel free to jump in. I want your response. Can answer in our chat, but go to my Twitter and uh, who do you think wins? The NFC East Division. And uh, we'll even put up, we'll even put up the odds in a poll here. And I want to do the math here, guys. All right. So as I stated, Washington are plus one hundred, Dallas are plus two ten, and the Giants are plus two ninety. All right. Yet, let's just figure out the math here and figure out what the best approach is. And I'll ask you, who do you think the best team to take in this situation is? There's still three teams that can win that division. They can all win except Philadelphia. Except I don't think Philadelphia is going to roll over next week. And they're not going to roll over. Like, they're not trying to tank. And they're not going to roll over. And Washington doesn't have a quarterback. Haskins sucks. All right? Um, Haskins, uh, you know, literally and figuratively um, sucks. So what are you going to do with Haskins? And they don't even like him. He's irresponsible. They don't trust him. Imagine, like, you know, you find a kid, you strip him of a captaincy, and you're like, oh, yeah, but you're starting in the biggest game of the year for us here. Like, you know, he knows they don't like him. There's no confidence anywhere here uh, with anybody. So they're going to have to go with this Heineke kid who, ah, yeah, you know what? And thanks, actually, Heineke. I want a teaser because of you. The backdoor teaser hit. Backdoor cover on the teaser hit because of Washington there, but I think Philadelphia is going to bounce back. Jalen Hurts will be – Jalen Hurts the a competitive dude, right? So, all right, so let me get this up uh, here. You know, Al, uh, Al Michaels slipped up uh, today with the uh, the Washington football team. Happens to the uh, the best of them, huh? I'll just say Washington. <laughs> we'll keep things simple. Simple and uh, inoffensive. Washington. Right? Yet the Cowboys somehow aren't offensive yet, right? Still, they might be one day. <laughs> well, you could argue their playing kind of was. and uh, Or the Giants. All right, so Washington's plus 100. But guys, hang in with me here because I've got a um, I got a good angle here for for bets actually, in which I'll tell you you know we're gonna set it up in why if you tell me who you like and we'll tell you what the best way to do the math is uh, with this because I'm thinking you know what yeah it's pretty good you're getting the Dallas Cowboys at plus two ten or the book is sort of indicating the book is sort of indicating that. Um, you know, like I said, if the Cowboys are favorites and the Eagles are favorites, then, you know, what, what are they saying? Yeah, let's do the math on this. So let's say, as we state, so the book thinks Dallas are going to win the game and Philadelphia is going to win the game. If that happens, the Dallas Cowboys win the division. All right, so if Dallas beat the Giants and Philadelphia beat Washington, and for the record, the game's in Philadelphia. Like, they're not going to roll over here. So if Dallas wins the game and Philadelphia wins the game, then the Dallas Cowboys are the division champs. And you can make the bet at plus 210, which seems like not bad. Yet, 
For that to happen, you need Dallas to win and Philadelphia to win. Now, let's do the math here. And you look at the money line parlay. Look at the money line parlay instead, because we need the same scenario, right? And I was hoping to look smarter right now and have everybody go, oh, that was pretty smart. It's like a magic trick. I was about to go, oh, look at that. I just busted out a plus 272 here. Uh, but no, I'm not David Copperfield. But what I can tell you is it's plus 218. It's plus 218. So would you rather? Would you rather get plus 210? Or would you rather get plus 218 for the same bet? It's the same bet. Same sports book, same bet. Different price. See, we got you an extra eight cents here. And it depends on your units. It makes a significant difference. Yet, I was hoping that we could have check in it. Like, I thought it'd be like plus 248. Bring it. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. Get on the grid. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Go on, you stupid horse. I got my last ten bucks on you. No, don't look at me. Run. No, don't come over here. Uh, oh, boy. Late night anger management class. I'm Renzi. We're throwing it down. All right. Uh, so the Rams' loss uh, means that the Cardinals control their own playoff destiny again uh, right now. We haven't gotten to the Arizona Cardinals. I forgot about them. All right. So rarely do the Cardinals have a reason to root for the Seattle Seahawks, but they were doing uh, just that. Uh, today, Seattle knocked off the Los Angeles Rams. The Cardinals got back what they gave away on Saturday. Um, And um, this is from ArizonaCardinals.com, AZCardinals.com. Cardinals uh, now know if they're in a postseason, if they go to L.A. next week and beat the Rams. Not an easy task, um, but the Rams actually could be without Jared Goff uh, right now. All right? So I don't understand, though. So this game was not flexed. This game was not flexed. Um, into the the Sunday night slate. So people are wondering about the NFC East game uh, being on Sunday night football. All right. The NFL instead moved Washington, Philadelphia into that spot. The Cardinals and Rams will be televised uh, on uh, CBS. If the Cardinals lose, the season's over. If the Bears and Cardinals win, the Rams are eliminated from the playoffs. <clears throat> wow. It's amazing how, like, the wheels have fallen off for the Rams and fallen off for the Colts in the last and like, like in the last two weeks. My gosh, you're like, if you're the Colts, you're like, what the hell just happened? We've had a great year. Everything's been great. 
We're up 24-7 on Pittsburgh, and now we don't even control our own destiny anymore? And now if you're the Rams, same thing. Think about where the Rams were two Thursdays ago. They were beating down the Patriots. Life was great. Everybody was kissing their ass. The Rams bandwagon was filling up. And, and now here they are. You know, they find themselves in a crazy situation next week. So the Bears control their own uh, destiny. But like I said, they play the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so that's not they're not uh, they're not in the best situation. If the Cardinals lose, the Cardinals are out. If the Bears and Cardinals win, the Rams are out. If the Bears lose to the Packers, the Rams get in no matter what happens. I told you it was complicated. I apologize. If anybody's drunk right now, there's no way in hell you you pick that up. How many of you people pick that up? So yes, yeah, so let me, let me repeat this, all right? If the Bears beat the Packers and the Cardinals beat the Rams, the Rams are out. All right? The Rams are out. But if the Bears lose to the Packers, it doesn't matter what happens in the Rams game. All right? It doesn't matter what happens in the Rams game suddenly. So there's a lot of different scenarios next week. Uh, have fun with this, guys. I'm trying to do my best here, all right? Like, it's 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 not easy. And you know what? I'm going to throw ESPN out of the bus here right now. And I'm just going to say that, listen, you know, I understand you need to make money in this industry nowadays. And, you know, shout out to, to this network and Sports Grid and all of our affiliates. But shout out to, to the owners of Sports Grid for the free content that they give, right? And people take free content for granted. Yet I understand not everything can be free all the time. And sometimes there's going to be premium stuff, and I don't have a problem with it. I, I get it. I'm not one of these people. Yet what I do kind of laugh at, and I'm not going to complain because I don't pay for the service. I'm not an ESPN insider. All right? I don't pay for the ESPN insider service. But I got to tell you, I see that like ESPN doesn't have like a playoff picture page on their website. It's part of the premium package. Like, are you kidding me? Like ESPN, what, you got to be an ESPN insider for you guys to give us an NFL playoff picture? Like, for everything I'm giving you right now, like team by team, like, basically, like, they have the standings, but if you want a team by team breakdown, all right, this team happens, if that happens, and this happens, no, no, that's a premium, that's premium content. Like, man... Like your what, what standings are premium content? Standings, standings and tiebreakers are premium content. Like, come on, man. Like I said, it's hard for me to complain. It's like people that don't pay for UFC pay per views, but then complain about the card sucking. It's like, well, shut up. So I'm not going to complain about ESPN Insider because, um, you know. I'm not a subscriber to it yet. I got to tell you, I hope their content's better than giving you like the playoff picture. And I'm not talking about the win probability and all that type of stuff. All right. I know they have playoff content yet. I was just, I got a laugh actually when I saw that that was part of their insider stuff. I'm just, I can't believe that the Rams have found themselves in this position uh, right now. I, I, it's, it's amazing. You know, that's the thing with the National Football League, and it is true what Andy Dalton stated about peaking at the right time, right? Peaking at the right time. You know, we saw the Rams had a nice little run, but it was a little bit early. 
And in case you're wondering, like a lot of people are right now, who the backup quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams is, John Wolford. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you guys pretty much know, right? Like, like last year, people were talking about this guy like he was Trevor Lawrence. So, oh, wait, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> that's that that's that's not that's not true at all. Um, at all. Dear God, like Sean McVay is like a quarterback guru. He's a quarterback guru. So John Walford, you know what? The name like uh, sounds familiar. And he played, of course, um, he recently played in the American Alliance of Football League with the Arizona Hotshots. <laughs> Although uh, he was named the Alliance Offensive Player of the Week. And now the Rams' playoff hopes are basically in his hands here. Uh, the Rams signed him after the uh, the Alliance League suspended operations. He was waived, but then brought back, and he's been on their practice roster. They don't have another quarterback. Where the hell is Sean? What happened to Sean Mannion? Where's where, where's Sean Mannion uh, when you need him? Like, John Walford. Wow. You imagine, like, man, like, life is crazy, huh? Like, life is crazy for everybody. And I want to get into it a little bit, actually. We'll get into some NBA and, like, you know, through the eyes of Steph Curry right now. But, like, if, if you're the Rams, like, where you were and where you're at suddenly right now, and I don't know. You know, everybody picks on Jared Goff all the time, but Jared Goff's got a broken thumb right now. <laughs> so, Jared Goff's not going to be able to play with a broken thumb. Like, it's not going to be a case that he's uh, that he can't toughen it up. He just played today through a broken thumb. So it's not like he's not going to be able to do it. Like, they won't let him do it. Like, he's not going to be able to grip a football. It's going to be a problem type of thing. He's tried to suck it up today. Wow. They're going to have to play a dude from the Alliance League here. Well, this could make Goff look bad, though, if Wolford comes in here and lights it up. <laughs> If they if they just light it up, man, like wow, twenty twenty, man, it's going to be a crazy ass week uh, next week, and it seems like right now too. Um, all right, more and more point spreads are being posted here, but FanDuel's been a little slow with some of the numbers here. I think due to the um, the quarterback situations, uh, specifically with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, for the record, right, we have a number now for Seattle and San Francisco. Seattle four and a half point favorites. So basically, Seattle can still win the top uh, the top seed here, but they would need New Orleans to lose, and they would need Green Bay to lose. And we're waiting on a Green Bay number here, Green Bay and Chicago. Wow. It's going to be some crazy stuff. Let the insanity begin. Cue the circus music. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts next weekend, and it's going to be the playoffs are actually going to be cool. Because let's be real, guys and ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I don't know how many ladies. I'll say lady, or one. I think we have as many women tuning into this show right now as um, as there are viewers of the World Junior Hockey Championships outside of Canada. 
It's probably about the same. Or like, you know, a lot of, you know, <laughs> I'm imagining. And I'm not saying it because women don't like sports, but um, it seems that our female audience consists uh, basically of uh, Sooner Lisa and a couple of girlfriends and wives of hardcore fans of ours who probably like just hate my voice with a passion. And like speaking of which, shout out to our boy Jordan Kovacs who's tuning in right now. Uh, shout out to Kovacs as uh, Kovacs uh, tweeted us the other day. Kovacs has been listening to us for uh, for longer and watching us for longer than he's known his wife. Don't tell her that though. Like that's the you know what I mean. You you might not get any. You know you're not going to get any for a while. You 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 know you tell her that. Listen, I've known Marenzi you know longer than you, so can't go to the anniversary party. We've got to tune in to Sports Rage tonight. <laughs> we we advise we don't we we advise against that. As much as we love everybody tuning into the show, do not blow uh, don't blow your social life for us. All right, we're being told that the World Junior Hockey Championships is popular in Finland, Sweden, and the Czech Republic. I'm saying it's not. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody wants that. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. How much? $100? $200? Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock, No. All right, who do you think wins the NFC East? Uh, we fired off the poll question on Twitter, at SportsRage. Follow me on Twitter, at SportsRage. Uh, so the odds are Washington's plus 100, the Cowboys are plus 210, and the Giants are plus 290 uh, to win a division. And 58.3% of our respondents so far are saying, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? The love is on the pokes uh, right now at plus 210. But as I stated earlier, why if you like the if you like Dallas to win a division, then you're going to need Philadelphia to beat Washington and Dallas to beat the Giants. And if you money line parlay that, it's plus two eighteen. So it's an extra eight. Uh, it's an extra eight bucks, right? It's an extra eight bucks, eight cents, eight bucks. You're betting a hundred bucks. It's an extra eight bucks. So it adds up. Um, it's sort of like um, you know. I basically, it's like Geico. I just saved you like 15% on your car insurance in like 30 seconds here. It, you know, like I said, all this stuff adds up, right? Speaking of uh, insurance, um, we could have the uh, the State Farm Super Bowl, right? We could have the State Farm Super Bowl, the discount double check, like Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they're in the uh, the same commercials together. 
I guess they, but what happened to poor, like, uh, like, uh, you know what? James Harden screws everything up, man. <laughs> like, I know, like, we're in the middle of football here, but I was just thinking, like, James Harden screws everything up, this guy. He really does. Like, bro, you had a good thing going with those State Farm commercials. Um, you know, you're smashing and setting houses on fire with Chris Paul and stuff, but you know what? You couldn't, like, the world found out that Chris Paul hates you. And now I guess, like, uh, Chris Paul's out and uh, Mahomes is in. Mahomes is in and Aaron Rodgers is in. Yeah, you, you imagine, like, uh, basically, like, there's limited fans allowed at the Super Bowl. If it's Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes, there's 20,000 fans. There's going to be, like, 10,000 State Farm agents there <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> if your house is on fire on Super Bowl Sunday and it's the Packers versus the Chiefs, you're out of luck. Jake from State Farm will not be answering your call. Jake from State Farm is going to be drunk at the Super Bowl, all right, <laughs> on State Farm's dime. <laughs> Every executive from State Farm is like, oh, yes, yes, please, let it be Mahomes versus Rogers. We'll have like 5,000 of the 20,000 courtesy tickets uh, for this game. So, yeah, it could be the State Farm double, uh, double uh, discount check, whatever the hell it is, uh, Super Bowl matchup uh, right now. Although... I think my Buffalo Bills have something to say about that. I think my Bills have something to say about that. Um, we did all right today in the National Football League because we ended strong tonight. We ended strong. And I bet a lot of I bet a lot of kicking props. And you know what? I knew tonight, I knew tonight it was gonna be it was too snowy and too windy for for there to be long field goal attempts or many field goal attempts, right? And it's one of these screw jobs. If you play long field goal under and there's no field goal attempt, it's a push. You don't win, which I don't understand that. I like to, to me, that's one of the biggest screw job, screw job bets in sports. Like uh, as far as the book is concerned, like think about it. Like you place a bet that the over under long field goal of a football game will be over under 46 yards. They play the football game. There is no field goal in the game. Therefore, the longest field goal was under 46 and a half yards, right? Like in my world. Do you understand, Matthias, what I'm saying? Like if you bet the prop long field goal over under 46 and a half and there's no field goal, then you would figure, well, there was no field goal over, right? So it would win. And I bet this prop a lot, but I got to be honest, it doesn't happen a lot where there's not a field goal attempt. Now, of course, tonight there was a field goal attempt, but it got blocked. And, of course, there was a bad offside penalty. That penalty cost me $100. I got a push. I would have won because I would have won because that would have been the field goal attempt. Since there was a penalty on the field goal attempt, and I'd like to thank the jackass referee for calling the dude on Tennessee offside when offside, the guy was so, like, much not offside, like he's sitting next to me right now. Yo, bro, were you offside? No, man, I was not offside. See, he wasn't offside. He was, like, a 1,000 miles away from the line of scrimmage. Offside. Like, you want to talk about a garbage, phantom-ass BS call, man, that, listen, Tennessee responded after and made it 1914, but that was a big turning point. Boom, they got the ball on the eight-yard line suddenly, blocked field goal. I would have won my bet, and um, it was a push, but still, 
because of that, because of that penalty. Like we were talking about bad calls earlier uh, with the play calling, man. But man, like the officiating in the National Football League is brutal. It's brutal. Like their spots are bad. Like their their phantom calls are bad. Their late flags are bad. You know, they they really are just clueless old men. And I, I have respect. Uh, I have respect for seniors. All right, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a teenager anymore. But you know, everybody loves grandpa. But at some point, grandpa can't drive um, anymore to the shopping center. You know what I'm saying? Something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> and like, I know that we might be electing people that are 102 years old, like to, as politicians now, but. We can't have like 80-year-old men running up and down the field with Tyreek Hill. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I'm tired of there being blatant calls that are missed. And, oh, well, they didn't challenge it on time. It's their fault. It's like, I don't know. How about the referee get it right the first time? How about the referees get it right? So you don't have to be in a panic to challenge it. Like, I don't understand in what world always, oh, yeah, we're going to challenge your uselessness. You know, I'm going to prove that you're stupid. Uh, but I can only get to do it a couple of times, though, right? Because otherwise it would just embarrass you. It's not because of the flow of the game. Like, they make up spots. Spots are the worst in the National Football League. It really is. Like, the, the, the officiating. And they always say they're going to get better, but they don't. Like, Ed Hockley leaves, and they bring in his crony son as the new referee. Like, God, the officiating is bad. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, you save this. And remember, I said this at this moment, all right? At this moment in history, you remember this, that there will be, there will be a massive, stupid penalty, non-penalty call that's going to affect like more than one playoff game this year. Like it's going to happen where it's going to be like, wow, wow. Did the Titans ever just get screwed today in that game? Right? It's going to happen. You know, the old narrative is going to start to come out as well. Oh, well, you know, they want Rodgers. Basically, if you're the NFL, though, let's be real. Let's be real. Do you want the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl or do you want Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Listen, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. And Buffalo are actually a pretty good TV rating team. They have a lot of fans, actually. But let's just be real. Right? Think about if you're if you are the NFL right now, you're thinking, wow, we could have Kansas City and Mahomes versus Drew Brees and the Saints. We could have Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, which will make our sponsors happy. And oh, it's the dream matchup. Mahomes versus Rodgers. Um, or we could get Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson versus Mahomes. You see the pattern here. Like, do you think they want, oh, yeah, they want the Buffalo Bills versus the Saints? <laughs> or they want the Bills versus the Seahawks? Like, you know, I'm not saying these games are going to be manipulated in that sense, but I'm just telling you what they want and what they're going to be looking for, right? It's up to it's up to the Buffalo Bills, basically, to deliver a knockout punch or any other team. Like, you go into Kansas City and you're playing in the AFC Conference Championship game, you're not going to be getting the calls late in the game, 
right? Mahomes is going to get the calls. He's the new LeBron of the of the the the, the NFL. He's the king of the NFL. Aaron Rodgers already gets the calls. You saw tonight. They pinched Tennessee all night, man. Listen, it's one of these deals where Green Bay were the better football team tonight. Yet, Tennessee were playing uphill. As I stated, that block field goal, boom. It's 19-7, little momentum. No, we're going to call you offside, even though Buddy didn't move. Buddy didn't even move. And... And I like how I like how when they bring in that uh, Terry Mc, whoever it was Terry McClure and McClure or whatever that you know the referee like those guys are the worst man. Well, you know we're not standing on the sideline and nah, but you know it doesn't look like he's offside. Just come out and say it's a bad call. That's your damn job, right? But no, it's your buddy. Like, is there a bigger waste of space than the officials that are the experts? Mike Pereira, well, we got to look here, see here, Joe, is whether his foot was down. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, Mike. Thank you. And I know the referee that you're going to not criticize was the best man at your wedding, so I'm sure you're going to give a fair analysis here. Like, they're all buddies. All these refs are buddies. They all say the same thing. Well, we're not on the field. You don't have to be on the field to know that he wasn't offside. And in fact, the fact that you're on the field lets you know that, no, he wasn't offside. It's like the biggest waste of money. Like if you're a network right now, give me the money. All right. Just send me the money. I'll give you my address. Send me the cash. I'll come on as your rules expert. And I'll say, listen, the referee is whack. That's a crap call. The referee is wrong. All right. He's wrong. And no Chris Collinsworth. Oh, gee, shucks, Chris. It wasn't a tough call. Chris Collinsworth, oh, geez, Chucks, I'm just glad I'm not a referee because, man, it's so tough that, that, you know, I don't know if he's offside. And then when the Stooge referee guy comes on and says, nah, they shouldn't have called that offside, Collinsworth, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I know, because God forbid, Collinsworth, you'd have an opinion before anyone else would right on it. But that's why you've been on forever. Oh, geez, Chucks, it's just great. I'm just glad I'm not the ref. Oh, geez, Chucks. What do you mean, geez, Chucks? There's tens of millions of dollars at stake. People's jobs are on the line, all right? There's billions of dollars being bet globally on this stuff. And, oh, gee, shucks, nothing. Gee, shucks. Yeah, it's nice to sit in the booth and make $6 million a year and not worry whether a team covers or not because of some blind-ass referee who's, like, medication is kicking in. It's a little late. Like, what time are these guys' bedtime at? Like, I'd like to know. Let's look into the NFL. I'd like to look into the NFL and see – whether for night games, like they have younger referees. I bet you they don't. You know what I mean? I bet you you've got dudes that are normally in bed by like 8 o'clock, man. These guys go to bed after Sean Hannity. They watch Sean Hannity, and then, you know what? They might watch a golf video and some, like, porn, and then they go to bed, all right? At, like, 8.30 at night, these old dudes. Yeah, we've got them running around trying to track Josh Allen on the field. Yeah, they're trying to track Aaron Rodgers. Late night anger management class. Like, honestly, I'd like to know the average age of the referees for late games. Like, that would be my policy. If I was Goodell, I'd say, listen, I don't want any old dudes doing any games at night, right? It's like Seinfeld's father, they're spent. 
Seriously. We do this 24 hours a day. Every, Every day. day. It's real. And it's here. We've got to come up with a better name for it than fantasy sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Working hard 24 hours a day to give you your USRDA of the winning edge. Everything a growing boy needs. Sit up straight. Get it right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Into the three minute warning. A level two. Ian Cameron will join us at level three. We're just talking about NFL referees. So, turns out the average age of the National Football League uh, referees. I don't believe them, but they say it's 51 years old. They claim it's 51 years old. As somebody that's in that age uh, range, I am not qualified to be an NBA ref- uh, NBA referee or an NFL referee um, or Major League Baseball umpire. And the fact of the matter is, and I'm seeing, you know, I'm looking at the study here, and the average person's eyesight starts to go at the age of 40. Like eyesight is kind of important to like being a referee, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know what? These old man referees, uh, they're in better shape than I am. They're probably running marathons and you know what I mean? They're at the gym in the morning and stuff like that. I get it, but you still can't see old man. (laughs) You still can't see. I can't see. All right. And you're older than me. All right, I can't see. I'm I got I'm squinting to read this screen in front of me right now. You want me to tell you whether you want me to spot a football? You know what? It's like um, it's like the episode of Seinfeld. Remember when Jerry's uh, father was working uh, with Elaine and they wanted to get rid of him, and they said, "Listen, just schedule a late meeting." All right, these old guys get cranky as the day gets on. They get up real early, and remember, she schedules a meeting for five o'clock. And uh, he's like, listen, it's getting late. If we're going to be here all night, huh? She's like, it's 5.15, Mr. Seinfeld. He's like, yeah, whatever. So basically, like I said, these old guys get cranky, man. All right? These old guys get cranky. Hell, I know I get cranky. So, you know, listen, like I said, I'm not mocking old people. I'm just stating they shouldn't be NFL referees. Like, they're blind. Like, they can't see. You can't see. You got a problem. Like, do you guys actually do, like, an eye vision test every year? I, I don't know what you guys do. I'm questioning your qualifications. Late night anger management class. This is Cool Trage. Ben, you'll it. Live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sports Grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.